hospitals can definitely be creepy. There's just something about those long, winding hallways that just freak me out. Maybe it's the, the shiny floors and the dull walls, I don't know. If there's something I do know though, there are many creepy stories to be had within the hospital. Whether it's paranormal or whether it's something a little bit different, these viewers sent in their allegedly true encounters and experiences while being in hospitals. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, whether it's a hospital story or something different, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. Now, without further ado, be sure to punch that like button in the face so it feels it, subscribe if you're new, turn on notifications so you don't miss a new episode, and get ready for these creepy and allegedly true hospital horror stories that'll freak you out tonight. Before we jump right into these stories, I just wanted to let you guys know about Burn Absolute. If you're not aware of that band, it is a band that I sing for. If you're a fan of bands like Of Mice and Men, Confession, I Killed the Prom Queen, and other cool old school type metalcore bands, you'll love our band. Got a bit of singing, got a bit of screaming, melodic riffs, fun breakdowns, and all around good vibes. We are on tour this winter, so if you're on the East Coast, come see us. Down from New York to Florida, we'll be playing. You can find more links to all that in the description. I would really appreciate any support we could get. I'll see you all soon on the road, and let's get into these stories. Hospital Hauntings by Sunflower480 I am a night shift CNA, a certified nursing assistant at a hospital. I have had some strange experiences in some of the rooms, but several in one room in particular. The room that has the most energy is 512. In room 512, I have had a few patients tell me that they see a shadow in the shape of a person in the corner of the room, most often during full moons. Unfortunately, I can't get pictures to show you guys due to HIPAA, patient privacy laws here in America. There have been other odd experiences in that room, though. The paper towel dispenser, it will randomly go off, even when no one is near it. The clock's minute hand on the wall will move backward and quickly catch back up to the current time, all while making a strange clicking noise. Then, during my shift last night, the room was significantly colder than it typically gets, and the nurse, who doesn't work usually on that floor, felt a sense of dread in that room. I feel it too, but I think I may be a biased source. Am I just being paranoid? Or is something actually happening in that room? I'd love to know the opinions of the swamp. A Haunted Hospital by T. Smitty Scent So I worked at Warren General Hospital in Warren, Pennsylvania about 90 minutes east of Erie, Pennsylvania. I worked the night shift and I am a traveling physician, so this was one of the hospitals I traveled to. One night, my floor was slow, so I went to the CCU to help the critical care doctor who was swamped. Well, that night my patient rang her call bell at three o'clock in the morning. She asked me, what does she want? I said, what do you mean? She said, the nurse. She keeps coming in here and standing there in the corner. She pointed at the corner behind the door. So, I was like, um, who, Ashley? The nurse I was working with and pointed to her, sitting at the nurse's station on the computer. 
She said, no, no, the other one. Well, there was no other nurse. It was just the two of us. Just FYI, the patient was a woman in her 50s who didn't have a history of mental illness and was not taking any meds that would have made her hallucinate in any way. So, I tried my best to kind of just laugh it off. And I was like, it's just us. And she looked at me, very creeped out and stared. But she said, okay, if she does it again, I'm going to yell for you. And I told her I'll come right in. Her room was about eight feet in front of the nurse station. So about a half hour goes by and she yells, See? There, there she is! I got up and started walking. I heard the bathroom shut. It had been cracked open to give her dark little room a little nightlight. I walked in and said, See? You're dreaming. There is no one else here. She says, No, she went in the bathroom. So I open the door. The lights are still on and there's no one in there. Looking confused, I say, Um, well, what does she look like? Because I thought someone might be messing around. It's too dark to tell. I can tell it's a woman, but she's so dark and I can't make her face out. So when she says that, I get a little weirded out. But the night ends and I forget all about it. Three months pass and I pulled back to the same unit. I have the same room as before. This time, a man in his early 60s was the patient. Nice guy. Seemed alert and oriented. Very polite. The night is going good. It's roughly about 3 a.m. and his call light goes off, which means he needs something. So I walk in and he says to me, You're my nurse, right? I shake my head and he says, Well, why does that lady keep coming in and standing in the corner? What is she doing? I almost craft myself instantly. This was three months later, same room, same thing. I said to him, Honestly, I, I think it's a ghost, sir. And he laughed. And I said, You're not the first one to say that. I started telling everybody about it. And then I found out the entire second floor has a nurse who's been seen every so often. In the 1990s, a nurse who worked up here committed suicide. Apparently shot herself in the second floor bathroom. My Experiences as a Security Supervisor by Ari98 I work night shift at the hospital my mom also works at. After about a year, I am ready to come out about how I feel in this hospital. I have asked my coworkers if they have ever felt these things either, so I do think some of them have similar stories which I may share in the future. I am 25 years old and I am female. I have been working at this hospital for about a year now. I was promoted in March due to the previous night shift supervisor wanting a better job for himself. Hence, I decided with what I already knew about the hospital, I would step up for my coworkers to be their supervisor. I trust myself and only myself with this hospital. This hospital was horrifying. The amount of things I've heard, what I've seen, and what it's capable of is insane. We have three significant buildings, and I'll label them with three numbers, one, two, and three. The first building, our first significant one, has a morgue on the ground floor, and we use it because we have to, it's part of our job. Thankfully, that part of our job has changed drastically, so we do not need to be with the mortician during a pickup. Initially, we would have to be in the morgue with the mortician to see if any items were left on the deceased. We do not need to do that anymore. And instead, what we can now do is something that makes us even more uncomfortable. We have to stay in the hallway outside the morgue until everything's ready. We have to let our SOC operator know first. However, after the deceased has been covered and the mortician is ready, we return to the morgue to lock the door. 
To get to the deceased, they need to have the cold room door in the morgue unlocked, and after they find the dead, we lock the door again. We must ensure it is closed every single time, which is our priority. And that's basically the first building. Our next building is connected to the first building and was built in 2018, so it's relatively new. I will be brief with this because we have issues at our site right now, but this building is also incredibly haunted. We have CCU and ICU on two different floors because my mom works here. I know various nerfing staff, transporters, CNAs, etc. We patrol this building to ensure no one is lost and our clients feel safe. However, due to CCU and ICU, the hallway lights flicker. One time, a nurse had me investigate an odd sound they were hearing, and when I heard it, it was laughter. It sounded like a child. So I reported it, and my co-supervisor told me to leave the area and try not to think about the incident. I investigated to make a general activity log and say to our bosses that everything was fine, but I felt absolutely horrified while I was there. This building is across the street, this next one anyway. I do not go here at all, and I refuse to go to the third building. In this building, I have had my own experiences of being dragged into rooms, choked, and kicked a couple of times by an unseen force. We have tours and checkpoints that we scan, and whenever we do interior patrols, we feel like someone is watching us non-stop, and it always feels like somebody's following you. I have asked my weekend officers about this building, and they say the same thing as me. They see shadows and get dragged into rooms. Once a badge reader showed green with no one scanning their badge and the building was locked up. When I was doing a regular shift, I saw a figure in white walking up the stairs and my ex-boyfriend heard someone walking up the steps and I definitely saw someone. Then a couple of weeks later, he saw something that terrified him and I only listened to the sounds that scared him. My ex-boyfriend was a very competent guard. He was very experienced and nothing seemingly scared him. But that night, whatever we had to follow around that building scared him to his core. We thought it was just a human because it walked into one of the three auditoriums we have. And when we followed it, it was absolutely gone. Just absolutely disappeared. There was nothing. The next thing we heard could be scratching. Nails dragging across the walls. These walls were tall and that's all we could hear. All through the auditorium, it was like pins and needles being pulled deeply into your ears. We both decided this was enough and we went outside. We eventually went, smoked, calmed down a bit, but I was still very scared and shaking. If anybody has questions, feel free to ask. I still work at this site and I return to work tomorrow at 11pm. I need to find out what is going on here. I need to figure it out so I don't go crazy. I've seen a couple of veteran security officers who have worked this site in the past and they all seem to have some pretty crazy stories as well. Haunted College Hospice by Anonymous So this happened about a year ago. Some background, I'm a student veterinary nurse, a 21-year-old female. In my placement, I am required to do on-call, so I stay above the vets in a small flat. My first night on-call, and I happen to be the only person staying in that flat, and we have four or so inpatients, cats and dogs. When someone rings the vets at night, it transfers to our out-of-hours service, which will then transfer any emergencies to our on-vet call. 
So, it's about midnight and I'm just falling asleep when I hear a loud male shouting outside the window. It sounded like, I'm going to break in, or something like that. The practice is not a rough area, but it is a little busy, so I immediately sat up knowing something was wrong. I start to hear banging on the front glass doors and I panic. Sometimes when there are emergencies, people won't ring and just drive down and hope someone will be there. I consider going down, but it sounds as if they're trying to break the windows on the doors. Then, I hear nothing for a couple of minutes, and then a smash in the window below my room. The window happens to be the pharmacy. We keep drugs in there, but not dangerous drugs as they are locked away. At this point, I'm pretty terrified. I call the owner of the vets and the police. The owner says she is on her way, and has the 008 service called her to say someone rang and was threatening to break in. So, I have no idea if this guy is in the practice or what. I instantly run downstairs in my PJ to the kennels on the other side of the building as I can hear the dogs barking, and I know most of them are getting worked up with the noise. After I'm sure they are okay, I scout the rest of the practice out apart from the pharmacy room and run back upstairs. I can see out my window onto the street below and just can make out the guy's figure. He is carrying a torch and has his hood up. He runs off, and I'm not sure if he has seen me at the window or anything else. But soon, after the police and the owners arrive, I feel a little bit better. They look around, and the window broken is a small window. The hole smashed isn't big enough for anyone to fit through, so the police and owners decide it's fine to leave and go back home. I'm pretty bloody shaken up at this point, and am reassured he probably was just some drunk and won't come back. I don't sleep and about 4 in the morning I hear someone walking on the glass below my window and the sound of someone cracking the glass off the window. I get up and check out the window and he's back. Now I'm annoyed because I'm so tired after working in the day and can't even sleep thanks to this guy. I stand at the window with my light on making it obvious that I'm there and he carries on. So I ring the owner and police again. This time they come and catch him and he pretends he is just out for a walk at night. I shout out the window that he rang the 008 service, and they ring the number he used to ring, and to no one's surprise, it belongs to his phone. I had to do a police statement in my PJs in the staff room by the time we were finished, and it was 6 in the morning. I could have gone to sleep, but I just drove home because there was no way I was staying on my own again. Two days later, I was put back on call and was in the flat on my own again with the window boarded up. Apparently, the guy had been going around the town and following girls home and breaking into cars so they weren't surprised. He wanted to save the animals and stop the noise. The only noise was our drip monitors and it's not audible from the outside. The dogs only started barking when he tried to break in. Obviously, this creep was after some ketamine and luckily, the police took him in and they replaced our window. Just over a year ago, my father had a heart attack. The cardiac part of the hospital goes in one way and out another, so it's pretty hard to find the right door when you're new to visiting that ward. The first time he was admitted, my mother and I found it easy to get there. There is normally a lot of staff around to help. However, the second or third time he had gone onto the ward, they got taken straight in there because of chest pains and they had to go to the emergency department. It was at least a busy time in the hospital as we were dropping off his medication rather than visiting. Before I really start, I just want to give a clear picture of the hospital. It has three entrances, two at the front and one in the back, with various car parks based around these doors. 
The hospital is made up of an old and new building which are connected by a bridge. The cardiac ward is in the old part of the hospital. However, this door has limited parking. We go into the back door, rather than the one which goes straight up to the cardiac ward, as the parking around there is full, taking us into a new building. This means that not only do we need to make our way to the top of the hospital, but also to the other side. So we aren't sure where we're going and ask a nurse, who gives us a muddled version of the directions to the cardiac ward. We follow them for a while and end up completely lost. So we ask another nurse who gives us more directions and we're lost again. We're both the stereotypical idiot females when it comes to following directions. So we try following signs, but we aren't sure where we are and neither of us are familiar with this part of the hospital. Eventually, we end up in an elevator that looks like a service one, as it was sliding the mesh doors rather than solid metal ones. The buttons claim they can get us back to where we were from, so we try it. This puts us at the other end of the corridor that we have been on before, so we take another elevator to put us down on the right floor, which ended up not being the right floor after all. We now have the option of going to floor zero, which my mom informs me is the morgue, as you need a key to get down there, or floor three, unless you want to go higher. We press to take floor three and end up in this empty white hallway with a disused end of a life cancer ward. I'm instantly creeped out. We are in a white hallway with an old ward, beds and equipment are abandoned, an old flight of stairs going up to somewhere you can't see, and is not signposted. A set of double doors at the end of the hall and an older couple in their 50s wearing reasonably modern old clothes. There was a man looking into the war with his hand in the woman's shoulder. She just stood there, facing the wall. My mother looks around and suggests we find someone to ask where we go, from here, and does not notice this creepy couple standing right in front of us until I point them out. They do not acknowledge us in the same way she acknowledged them. She then goes and walks down the corridor as I'm contemplating what the hell I should do because I don't want to stay on my own, but I don't want to go through the doors. Then, this nurse in a uniform that clearly is not the same as the other ones, opens a door just wide enough to get through. She walks into the corridor, looks right at us, and says, you should not be down here with us. I tell my mom to get back in the elevator, but she tries to ask the nurse where we need to go. The nurse replies, the highest button. So we get in and press the one she said. Whilst this is taking us to gods who knows where, I have a bad feeling about what just happened, so I try to make sense of it by asking if the nurse's uniform means she works in a specific area or was a higher ranking or something. My mom used to work at the hospital cleaning, so she has seen most of the uniforms worn. She replies no, and that nurse maybe came from another hospital for a training program or to help out. The elevator opens and we get out and walk down another empty corridor. This time, we bump into a nurse wearing the usual uniform, walking back towards a different elevator. She stops us from going any further and tells us we are on the floor with operating rooms and we can't stay up here. We tell her that we are lost and get into the elevator with her, which puts us in a completely different part of the hospital where we need to be. Problem solved, apart from that I am convinced we had an encounter with something paranormal. A few months ago, my dad was in the hospital again and during visiting hours, one of his nurses came to talk to us. We had just been talking about what my parents described as a weird experience and my dad asked the nurse if she knows where we could have been. She thinks that we are playing a joke on her and tells us that this is all the floors that there are and the floor that we are talked about she has never heard of. She realizes that we are serious though and she says that maybe we bumped into the hospital ghost 
an old nurse who has apparently been seen on the children's ward when a child is dying. After she leaves, the child makes a full recovery. I have heard of this story before, but a kind spirit who helps others and I can 100% say that whatever we saw was not kind and did not want us around. Of course, I can't be sure that it was really paranormal and not just a lover of the paranormal being biased, but it didn't feel right. They were in old-fashioned clothes, they were see-through, and they were very violent towards us. But I had this feeling of complete dread when we stepped out of the elevator. That coupled with the fact that my mom didn't even see the couple. At least, not until I pointed them out. The fact that the nurse said the area does not exist and the fact that neither of us can remember the facial features of anyone we saw on that floor, just the clothing and the hair color, tell me that what we saw was not normal or good. I now have an absolute fear of going anywhere on my own in the hospital, just in case I see anything else that I'd rather not. I still get the creeps when thinking about it. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true hospital horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. It's stories like yours that help keep this show going on a daily basis. If you enjoyed these stories, be sure to elbow that like button in the face as it helps us out a ton. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it in the algorithm, and that helps us reach fresh new eyes. If you're new to the swamp, why not join us? Be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications so you never miss a new episode. I upload them multiple times a week in all things natural and supernatural. If you're on the go, but don't have YouTube Premium but still want to download and listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller scary stories no matter where you are, you can download them absolutely free from Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and pretty much everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. If you made it all the way to the end, I would love to know what story was your favorite tonight. It helps me pick better stories in the future. If you made it all the way to the end, be sure to comment the code word, Leaping Desk. Yes, that's Leaping Desk, as if your desk were to leap out from in front of you. The funniest comment, as usual, will get pinned at the top. It's always fun to confuse people in the comments, and I love seeing how creative you guys get. Thank you guys so much once again for supporting the swamp the way you do. I couldn't do this without you guys. Once again, I will be on tour in January with my band, Burn Absolute. I would love to have any of your feedback in the comments down below about our music. If you want to check us out, we're on Spotify, Apple, pretty much everywhere else you find music. And of course, we are on YouTube. We have a music video and all that cool stuff. Thank you guys as always. Don't forget to join me on Facebook, Twitter, Google, all the other places you can be. And I'll see you soon. Thank you so much.